Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we are. Yeah, we're back we, for another episode of yes. You Never Heard This. You've never I'm heard this. I'm Kirk Klinger. No, I'm not. I'm Alan Barber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kirk Klinger. Uh, yep, you are. And who are you? Well, no. Do you remember? You don't remember? Oh, I'm Alan Barber. Yeah, I thought okay. you were asking. Oh, I no, thought you no, were no. asking our guest. I was like, no, we got to give her a proper introduction. Wait, we have a guest? Yes, we do. Oh shit! Let's start this over. No, why was that? Was fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so have you? As we well, as we said last time, we we have, have well, our first guest. Yes, we do. You've heard her in the background a couple times. Yeah, in, and a, in a few of our episodes, talked about her at length. I yeah, guess not at length, but we've mentioned her. Our first guest is my wife. Wine Sarah taster Klinger. extraordinaire. Yeah. Sarah Klinger. Yeah. Say hi. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Hi, yes. Nice. Maybe yeah. a little excited, maybe a little nervous. So. Well, you know, you get used to it. Yeah. That's what I told her. Anyway, so yeah. Sarah's our are. guest. Hooray. On this episode. This is going to be fun. I'm excited. Yes. This, is, this is her pick. It is. Yeah. I feel like I'm throwing you guys off a little bit. You seem a little more awkward than well, usual. Well, we just have to, like, we have somebody we have to impress now on air. Oh, that's true. Oh. Flex, make, flexing I mean, my muscles here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're, I'm already married. Like, yeah. I think you, I, you, I think that ship has sailed, right? I just, like, you know, when you're when you're <laughs> sitting over there playing Stardew Valley, it's different because you're distracted by your game, but now you're, like, really listening to everything we're saying. That's so. true. It's a little weird. So here we are. Ah, oh, it's gonna be fun. I like this. It's gonna be fun. So because uh, Sarah is on the podcast yeah. today, we have switched oh, yes. from beer to wine. Yes. Why are we drinking wine? Because Sarah is the manager of a tasting room. Uh, where I mean, you guys pretty much know where we live. I was almost gonna not say what it was or where it was. Naked Winery in Seaside. So we're drinking. What are we drinking? Yeah, tell us, Sarah. So we're drinking, I picked this because it's called Off the Record, um, and it has a record player on the label. I so didn't even put that together. I thought that that would be perfect. That's real appropriate. Tell um, us tell us about this wine like you would tell us if we were in your tasting room. I don't know if I want to do that. I talk about wine every day. Give us the spiel. Do it. All I'll say, <laughs> without it. getting too technical... Is this wine is a Carmenere, which is originally it was a Bordeaux Valley grape. Um, it doesn't really grow there anymore, um, and it's kind of like a. I guess if I would describe it to someone who doesn't really drink wine, it's kind of like a Merlot. Okay, is what I would say. Well, it's red, and that's all that matters yes. to me because I don't <laughs> like white white wine, and uh, it's real tasty. Oh. I I haven't even tried it yet. Oh, come on. Sorry. Kirk. Here, I, here I go. You've tried it. You just haven't tried it today. You've had oh, really? It yeah. Oh, no, I did. That's right. Yeah. You're right. 
What are we? Th- what are we thinking? <laughs> we're all <laughs> we're like ASMR. We're all just, <laughs> <laughs> we're all just like. Mm. <laughs> so the back of the bottle says, "Enjoy notes of raspberry, green peppercorn, and surprising revelations." It's got a really oaky afterbirth. Oh my ah. goodness! It's very foot forward. Yep. <laughs> just kidding no it's a really good wine good job naked yeah naked is like i'm not a big wine person but they got good stuff i feel like naked gets kind of a bad rap sometimes because of their i don't want to call it a gimmick because gimmick sounds negative but the I mean, theme kind of the theme of the winery and what they they name their wines it do, do you feel like it gets kind of like a negative connotation because of that? I think for certain people, I have had, like, last summer I had an old lady come in and tell me that I should be ashamed of myself <laughs> because of what we name our wines. All right, because um, you're definitely in charge of that right, decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure everyone out there who's a bartender knows that you got to take... People are Yeah, idiots, people so. come yeah. in and they are assholes, but... yeah. Um, we're just trying to have fun and make wine that's fun and easy to drink. And I think that's, that's all it is at Naked. And I think what I've seen now that she's, I mean, she's worked there for what, almost four years now. Yeah. Um, is that, yeah, I get, I get this, this sentiment that it's like, oh, they have a gimmick. So the wine isn't great. Um, but it's really not a gimmick. I mean, it is, but. Their wine is good. Yeah, but and it, 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 it doesn't. Just, it doesn't take away from the wine. No, the exactly. Wine is really delicious. It was just their <laughs> desire to be fun. Yeah, you know, and, and not it, pretentious and stuck up. And, and you know what? They they get the audience that they get, and they're not ashamed of it. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. totally okay with the clientele that we have because it's way more fun. It's not stuck fun. up, yeah. and it's not like some other winery where you taste five different Pinot Noirs and. They talk to you about the soil and whatever. Like, right. That's it's a little bit more fun and laid back. So yeah, mm-hmm. you get the people who are like, I like this wine because gay is in the title. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're really excited that you're here. Yeah. Thanks like, for coming on. Here, here, instead of just occupying the same space well, yes. as us. And uh, as as much as I love talking about wine, I know. That's not wait. What 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 do you know, Sarah? That's not what we're here for. Yeah. What are we here for, Sarah? (laughs) I guess we're here to talk about music. Yes, we are. You are a fucking natural. Man, it's like you've been doing this the whole time with us. What are we listening to this week, Sarah? We're listening to Bad Books. Which album? The first one? (laughs) It's literally just called (laughs) Bad Books. Okay, I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Yeah. self-titled, came out in 2010. Um, yes, yeah, so Bad Books to me is it's another Pussifer situation where I, yes, you know, like I love uh-huh. Maynard but never listened to Pussifer for no particular reason. I love Manchester Orchestra, yeah. I love Andy Hall, I love Kevin Devine, but for whatever reason, just never ever gave Bad Books a chance. That's why when you said you had never heard this album, both of you were like, Yeah, uh, like you're kidding. What? Oh, sorry. We got distracted yeah, by a kitty a outside. Cat outside. That, is, that is not one of your cats. <laughs> it's not our cat. Minerva, that's our, Minerva's that's, going nuts right yeah, now. Yeah, that's our neighborhood cat. She's anyway. Cute. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Um, We're not here to talk about cats either, Kirk. Whoa, oh, wow, her. you are a natural. Oh, she's getting yes. into it. 
see, she's a natural at all of our catchphrases. She's a natural at giving Kirk shit because we do that a lot on well, this podcast. Well, that's true. Yeah. But and she doesn't even listen to the podcast. So I guess she listens to us record once in a while. But uh, anyway, uh, so the uh, members of Bad Books are Kevin Devine and Andy Hull. Um, I guess if you don't know, Andy Ma- Hull... Mainly those two. Well, mainly those two. And, and Some members of Manchester Orchestra yes. as well. It was produced by Robert McDowell, who is from Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got... Benjamin, oh boy, can't even read my own writing here. Homobla? Homo- <laughs> it starts with an H, and then you wrote drums. Homo- <laughs> I did. He's on drums. So Ben, Ben's on drums. And then you got Chris Freeman on keys. Yes, and he's the keyboard player for Manchester. Manchester, Orchestra. yeah. And well, not anymore. He left the band. But he did? Oh, yeah, before their uh, last album came out. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's not on their most recent one. I like him. Me too. He was always fun in concert. Yes, he was. To watch him like dancing or like to mm-hmm. the yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then on bass is Jonathan Corley. Um, so yeah, uh, they formed because uh, Kevin Devine supported Manchester on their I think UK tour. Yeah, after he signed to their label. Yes. Uh, favorite gentleman records. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that sounds right. Um, and Manchester and. Kevin Devine also toured with Brand New, which is another of our favorite. Yeah, I've got a story about that tour. You do? Did you go to Yeah, so I was, uh, I had tickets to see Brand New, Manchester Orchestra, and the Builders and the Butchers play in Denver. And the night, like we drove down the day before, the night of the concert, or sorry, excuse me, we drove down the day of. The day of the concert, they canceled it because someone in Brand New was sick. Oh, was, this sounds familiar. It was probably Jesse Lacey. Because uh, <laughs> so, he's, he's a, a, he's a diva. Poor uh, Jesse. He is a diva. Anyway, so we were like, well, shit. We wanted to see this concert. And then I don't remember exactly how we got the information, but we heard that Manchester Orchestra was like, we feel really bad for canceling this show. So we're going to do a secret show at the University of Colorado in what? Boulder. So I went to that as the first time I had ever seen Manchester Orchestra. I had not really been familiar with them before that. I listened to a couple of songs to like be a little familiar before we saw the show. So it was the Builders and the Butchers, Manchester Orchestra, and then Andy Hull came out and did a bunch of right away uh, great captain. Yep. And uh, nice. it's one of the greatest shows I've ever been to. It was in a venue on the University of Colorado campus that the max capacity was like 150 people. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I've been a huge Manchester fan ever since because it was just a it was an incredible show. Um, anyway, that was my story about the brand new tour that they went on. So it might have actually. Oh shit! My nerve almost. <laughs> yeah, we have a over. crazy cat. Uh, that might have actually been a different tour, unless Kevin Devine was only on part of that. Oh, tour I see what you're saying. I'm not sure because uh, the what I read on the Wikipedia page, it was the same year that I went. Was that the year that um, they were with Modest Mouse too? Mm, I don't know. Because I know that was a thing. I don't know. It was over 10 years ago. Yeah. Anyway. So I've seen Manchester. Oh, boy. They're the band I've seen the most out of any band. I was going to say, I've seen them many, many times. I've seen them at Lollapalooza. Um, 
First Ave, I think, in Minneapolis. Yeah. Manchester times, yeah. Manchester was tied with Frightened Rabbit for the bands I've seen mm. the most, and by default will surpass that. <laughs> well, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'll never see Frightened Rabbit. Uh, Damn it. Anyway. Well, uh, we, we, uh, we haven't talked about Frightened Rabbit in a few episodes, so it was well, about time we brought them up again. <laughs> well, and they're, they're going to be one of our mutual picks one oh, of these times, next for April, sure. Next April. I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that, yeah, ti- that, that be... times out perfectly, because that's around the time yeah. Mr. Hutchison oh. passed. Anyway. So, let's get into this. <laughs> let's get into this album. Yeah. Sarah's over here getting bored. She's like, I thought we were here to talk about bad books i thought we were here to talk about me damn whoa i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to think of a play on our name to add sarah to it but you've never sarahed 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 this (laughs) yeah no (sighs) would you play some damn music kirk sarah what's the first song I don't know what's the first song. Oh my gosh. It's called How This All Ends okay. and uh it's about what's about to happen with you guys, I think. <laughs> chorus kicked in all three of us just like started (laughs) rocking out i love this album oh man it makes me so happy uh and it's so apparent like right off the bat that this is the like perfect marriage between manchester orchestra and kevin devine's individual sounds for sure like it's just blended so well you don't hear one specific sound over another and the funny thing is the other night sarah and i are kind of preparing for this podcast we were listening to both uh this album and some kevin divine mm-hmm. on his own oh, and we were trying to like we were trying to discern on the back this this album like okay who's singing here who's mm-hmm. singing here and you really can't and you watch videos of them singing together and their voices kind of blend yeah i mean you can definitely andy hull comes out a lot, but mm-hmm. yeah, they blend really, really well. They do. And uh, so I couldn't find a whole lot 
of info or like any anything really on this album not much anyway which is a crime because it makes it seem like no one cares about it yeah weird um i guess the only thing i would say i didn't i couldn't find anything on this song i better caught it um but i did the the writing credits between andy hull and kevin devine were basically split almost 50, 50. Almost 50 50. Yep. And I actually wrote about that a little bit, uh, ended up answering my own question. <laughs> oh, which, so, like who wrote what? Yeah, and... well, uh, well, we'll talk about it here in a couple songs, but okay. um, not that it has to do with that specific song. It's just when I had that thought. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I don't want to get ahead of myself. So, all right, let's uh, keep the ball rolling yeah. with The Easy Mark and The Old Man. Wow, it's like they named it after you guys. They're wrong and beat up their eyes black Others wilt in casinos Roll dice and piss away speedboats Some dissolve into bar stools Scratched off in boxes and playoff pools I spent myself on a sidekick I lost my way and a friend said she would find it Man, you were wrong. Man, you were wrong. I asked for the future, but she only sang me a song. Some men, they go make their own luck. Go fat from feeding on lame ducks. The easy mark and the old maid. The invalid and the Others wait for that high sign Some holy hoax in the tree line Me, I'm counting my canned food Bunkered down, waiting out our slingshot moves But what if I'm wrong? Hey, do you guys remember that uh, time we were supposed to see Kevin Devine and John K. Sampson and then COVID ruined it? I was thinking of that when we were going to do this two, podcast. Yeah. Two, two people I've never seen that I would die to see. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And then, like, COVID ruined everything. Yep. And actually, COVID ruined it, like, just before. I mean, kind of ish, I guess. But. COVID ruined it the day. Day before I was supposed to see Tool for the first That's time. That's right. That's right. When uh, they shut things down. Yeah. yeah. The last concert. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Sarah. Minerva is because being, Minerva's being real bad. She's eating the butter off the top of the fridge. <laughs> which is, is that what she's doing? Yep. <laughs> she knows she's not supposed to. She listens to mom though. So there we go. She got it. Um, the last concert I went to was. Uh, I'm assuming the last concert you guys went to. Yes. Was, we saw my Motion City soundtrack almost a year ago. <laughs> wow. It was that long? It was like January 30th, yeah. And I danced like a fool in my seat. We, we all did, yeah. I Me think. too. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, I love Kevin Devine's voice. Oh, for sure. Well, I love both their And there's voices, one thing that, yeah. I, that I noticed uh, about this album is there's like no choruses. Oh, I didn't think of that, Did but you yeah. Notice that, which yeah. is gonna make it real hard to know when we should turn down the song. <laughs> I know. I just want to keep listening. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Just keep it going. Uh, God, I love this album. Um, trying to. So, I picked this album up. I think I knew it was coming out in 2010, and so I remember picking this up. Well, picking it. I mean, I probably downloaded it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like 
I uh, remember picking up my computer. Yeah, to, exactly. Uh, to press enter. <laughs> and yeah, I remember getting this album like probably the day it came out, and and loving it. So I got this album just a little before Sarah and I started dating. Oh yeah. So I really kind of associated with that time. Okay. Of where. Same. Yeah. Of where we started dating. Oh. And we could talk about it a little more later, but um, one memory that really comes up with this album is shortly after we started dating, I had a planned a trip with with actually Sarah's cousin, which is, you know, we're from a small town, you know, we're all just all <laughs> you're all friends with yeah. Each other. <laughs> um, Sarah's cousin and I had planned a trip to Vegas, and. I, you know, we were dating, so I was like, hey, at the time I had the money, I was like, I'll pay for you to come with us to Vegas, and she did, and I remember listening to this album thoroughly on that trip. Yeah. So that's why this album reminds me of The Desert, and I never really understood why, and that has to be why, is because we were driving in, like, so we drove from Wisconsin Nevada, to Vega, yeah. Vegas, and from Vegas to California. Nice. Um, which I I drove ninety nine point nine percent of that straight yeah, through. Yeah, like twenty six hours. Wow. Yeah. What never. A beast. Never again. Yeah. Don't ever. Never do that again. again. That sounds awful. I wanted to die. That's cute, you guys. <laughs> so yeah. So that's why this was a good pick for us mutually. Yeah. No, it's a great pick. I love that. I love hearing that story because I love you guys. And uh, wow, yeah, I'm yeah, just so it was excited. fun. It I'm was so good, excited. It, it was a it was a good trip. We had fun, even though when we left for the trip, Sarah and I didn't really. Well, I guess we kind of realized, but looking back on it, we had the flu. We were sick, wow. sick as fuck, and <laughs> oh my god, like it was I th- rough. I think back to some of those times where we were trying so hard to have fun, and it was like I felt like. <laughs> but I've got a picture from that trip that I love where I got to meet um, Pendulette. Nice. And I look like a tiny, tiny human next to him. Because he's gigantic? <laughs> he is huge. Did you just like see him on the street no, or we, it was after a show? It was after a show. We, nice. we saw Penn and Teller and then we, you know, they came out. Or not they, I guess Penn did. But yeah, it was pretty cool. No, I think they were both there. And there oh, were, were they? lines separately and you kirk was wow. knocked a few back we'll just say a that few, a, few, and, uh, a few whiskeys <laughs> yeah not just a few drinks no and a few whiskeys yeah he went yeah and you got a picture with him and you're hugging him around his waist that's how <laughs> tall the guy is yeah. yeah my head came to like his chest yeah wow can we get back to we can this song yeah. i want to talk about that song real quick just oh it's oh, easy yeah. mark and the old man yeah just because yeah. I haven't said anything Absolutely, about the music yeah, yeah. yet, so do it. Sure. Um, well, I don't know. I just want to say that this is one of my favorite songs on the album um, because I think that the lyrics are amazing. Oh, they're so good. And that's Kevin something Devine for can me. Turn a phrase yeah, for sure. It's, it's like a story, and which I think is, that's something big for me. Which so. is why I was so excited and then so distraught that we missed that concert because John K. Sampson oh. and Kevin Devine, Seriously. like some of the greatest lyricists. Yeah alive right now john k samson will always be one of my favorite lyricists he's my ever. absolute favorite he's lyricist. amazing so i love that Th- yeah these lyrics are great yeah no absolutely 
Okay, we can go on to the next Hooray! one. Hooray! Track <laughs> number three is right. called Baby Shoes. Baby shoes, never used. Thought of you until it happened to us too. Jennifer, I've heard you made it through. You finally moved. That's good for you. I'm a dog. I'm a bird. I'm a rat, and you're detached from all the words. I'm a dick. So last episode we were, uh, I, I kind of, kind of mentioned connections between Circus Survive and this album, yep. and uh, after Spirit of the Stairwell on Circus Survive's album, which was about miscarriages, yep. Kirk said something like, "Oh, there's another connection." That's because this song is also about a miscarriage, but it's got a way different feel okay. to it. Than <laughs> I was gonna say this song. <laughs> this song is not nearly as sad sounding. It's not. It's not sad sounding at all. And it is about miscarriage, but it also sounds like a horror film. Yes. I said it sounds like a Nirvana song. Oh, maybe. Yeah, okay. I like, think of that. So this song and then In My Teeth on Manchester Orchestra's album, Everything to Nothing. Like, I've always thought, like, okay. Nirvana could do this song. Interesting. Sure. I mean, they so, can't now, but. Well, oh, I t- you know what I mean. Kurt. So, <laughs> sorry. So the first line of the song, uh, "Baby Shoes Hardly Used," hardly used, so it comes from apparently a uh, short story from Ernest Hemingway. Yes, the shortest short story ever written. So I didn't actually look it up. Did you? It, that's literally the whole short story. Oh, is, that's the short story. Yeah, baby shoes for sale, never, never used. used. Yeah. yeah, that's the oh, whole story. I didn't realize that. It was it was an answer to a challenge. It was like write the shortest short story oh. you can, and Ernest Hemingway decided to just like destroy everybody's hearts wow okay holy cow okay. but here's what i want to know because he he was always the guy who said write drunk edit sober yes uh how much editing went into that story if it's only three sentences long well that's a good question <laughs> yeah, anyway. well, i don't know uh so this is where i asked uh did they did they write the songs that they sang lead on or did they collaborate and then I think I answered my own question when I looked a little more into it, because on Genius it'll give you credits. Yes. And so like every song that like Andy Hall sang lead on, it said he wrote it. Yep. Same with Kevin Devine. I was gonna so. say when I looked up credits, it, they were singular. Yeah. So yeah. It's which, not like which, a it's not like a Lennon McCartney situation. No. Which surprised me a little bit. I kind of I would have guessed maybe that they had collaborated but yeah but they didn't uh, maybe they did a little bit well, oh, just, well, not, on, just sure. not on like the lyrics yeah okay yeah there's a definite uh difference between the lyrics that kevin divine writes and oh, the lyrics sure. that andy hall writes yeah i just mean on the lyrics yeah yeah um uh but yeah in the, if you get into the lyrics on that so it starts out about a miscarriage and then i guess 
the baby comes back and what i read or kind of looked up or whatever is that they like give her to the devil and the devil brings her back to life but then she's evil yeah yeah because then he kills her and then goes to jail because he talks about being in jail yeah i mean man that's a that's wild that is that is a wild ride that's a trip wow okay so anyway (laughs) um let's continue on here to you're a mirror i cannot avoid Thought you cattle and given grief Thought you were cannonballing after me I'll let your actions speak for themselves And wished you well I was so so when I listened to this my second time around to write notes, yeah. I was so into this song that I forgot that I was supposed to be writing notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, it means that synth in the background startled the hell out of me <laughs> because it just comes out of nowhere. It does. <laughs> but uh, it, man, I just I love Kevin Devine so much yeah. that I was yeah. just like I was so into it. That I forgot that I was listening to it for the podcast and not just for fun. Well, that's why I told Sarah. I was like, there's basically no doubt that Alan's going to love this album because it's it's two people that we already know he likes. So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's the same situation that I had with Pussifer. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, this gave me an excuse to listen to it finally. Sure, sure. Not that I ever needed an excuse. Well, no, I, but, but I get it. But, I was going to say, you need an excuse? <laughs> but here's the thing. It's like, if I see bad books pop up somewhere, I'm like, I'm always like, oh, I should listen to them. And then I always forget to do it. No, I totally get it. Kind of like Circa Survive last week, you know, was a band that, like I said, I probably knew of and heard of for years and years and years. And I just never took the time or effort or whatever and so yeah so doing this podcast was like oh okay well here we go yeah here we are so yeah and I love this that. is uh this is another one of the the albums that you've picked that is not getting deleted from my spotify That's, so. i love that love to hear that that's awesome you're welcome it was my idea oh yeah i know it was thanks sarah <laughs> shall we move on to one of my favorite songs on this album is uh track number five holding down the laughter Holding down the laughter 
again, it's another song yeah. with no chorus. It's so tough. So to... it's like, where do we turn this down? Uh, so you 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 had your hand on the volume button for like 15 seconds. Like uh, I always try to good? find. Yeah, I always try to find that like right spot. But yeah, God, this album is so good. It really is. Um, so the only thing I could really find on this one is Andy Hall grew up a Catholic. Uh, Candy, Kevin Devine did. Oh, sorry, Kevin Devine. Sorry, but um, Andy Hall is the son of a pastor. Oh yes, like a yes, Pentecostal yes. So, pastor. So, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. So apparently, he had written about dealing with being a Catholic uh-huh. as a kid. When he said in high school, it just like a, a switch was flipped, and all yes, of a sudden he was I like, saw "I'm that. atheist yeah, now." Uh-huh. But uh, so apparently, this song is about him kind of dealing with kind of going to church and like digging and around in church yeah 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 holding down the laughter is in reference to him and his buddies like screwing off in exactly like a, in a back pew yep. somewhere so yeah that's all i could find this is a good song and i love it, it's like what you said earlier where you can't tell whose voice is who like is that kevin divine doing background vocal harmonies or is that andy hall and the thing is too when i looked up credits almost every other member of the band had backing vocals yeah. as a credit. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I mean, like, everyone's singing. <laughs> also, I did notice that this is the first song on the album because up until now, it was alternating between Andy Hull, Kevin Devine, and yes, Hull, Kevin yes, Devine. Uh-huh. So this is the first one. is like, Kevin Devine twice. Twice, yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, because I did notice, I said I was going to say, it was almost like, you know, one song and then the next and one song yeah. and the next. But no. Um, almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great tune. We're about uh, halfway through the album. We do are. You, do you want to take a break? Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we have to talk about the answer to your question from oh, last, yes. last episode. I yes. already forgot. I've been waiting. Oh, man. Let's okay. do it. Okay. We'll see you in, well, I mean, it'll be instantaneous for you, but. No, it'll be instantaneous for us. Yeah. A couple minutes for them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, listen to our ads, please. Especially the Nighthawks podcast ad. Yeah, do it. They're good. Listen to them. Hey, you've never heard this, listeners. This is Trevor from the Nighthawks podcast invading your space to ask you to give us a spin if you like movies. And I'm Matt, joining Trevor to ask you to join our cult. May not be a cult. Is definitely a cult. On the Nighthawks podcast, we cover new movies, old movies, great movies, so bad they're good movies, and movies from Norway. One movie from Norway, one time. You keep bringing up the Norway movie. One time so far, yes, Trevor. Yes, so far. And it's a really good movie from Norway. It is a good movie from Norway. It's got Stellan Skarsgård. Look, this is a promo for the Nighthawks podcast. Do you want people to listen to the podcast, or do you want them to watch In Order of Disappearance? Can we do both? Wasn't the point of covering In Order of Disappearance on the podcast to get people to watch it? Fair enough. Watch In Order of Disappearance, then afterwards listen to our Nighthawks podcast episode about it, or any of the over 100 other movies we've covered. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com we are back we got some more beverages we got some garden veggie straws yeah oh Oh my god dude i love it i hate the word snacks do you why Uh, i don't know yeah see it just but you're such a snack kirk snack snack well, if you say it with your weird Wisconsin accent, sure, it's a weird word, but snack. snack. How I say it, 
Snack. 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 <laughs> Just keep saying it. Snack. 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 And then it starts you're selling. such a snack. Okay, you're going to lose listeners if you keep doing that, so. I'm trying to do that thing where if you repeat a word enough, you disassociate yep. yes. from it. Yep, and it sounds super weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that noise? It's Minerva. Her her friend is outside. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So Alan. Oh yeah. Yeah. I knew you were gonna forget again. <laughs> we have a question from last week that we have been teasing. Minerva, would you stop it? <laughs> She won't nuts. stop. It's just part of the podcast now, if people can hear it. Okay, so last week I asked a question, and the question was, what band do you refuse to listen to or enjoy simply because the fan base annoys you? My answer was The Grateful Dead. Kirk didn't have an answer at the moment. Hopefully he has an answer now, but Sarah was like, oh, yeah, I got one, and we were like, save it for next week. When yeah, you're, I when really want to hear like, that. I'm curious. You, you were so excited to answer this question, so please tell us. So, yeah, I was just sitting in the background last week. Last week. Like it wasn't two hours That sounds yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and I was just playing my switch or on my phone like I usually am and Alan came up with that question and I immediately knew the answer to the question and what was really funny is my answer you guys started talking about that band like a ICP? little bit after that and it is totally ICP <laughs> yes <laughs> See, I... which is hilarious because you're married to a juggalo he's not okay he's reformed he's a reformed juggalo a former juggalo. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's okay. We don't talk about that, even though I tell everyone that I possibly can that his very first email address was A underscore juggalo. We, we established it, Aaron and Lacey, the other night that that's my story now, and you don't have to tell it anymore. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, taking that I burden yeah, off of me. I did. I tell everybody now. <laughs> oh, man. I can see that one, though. I really can. Yeah. I don't know. Kirk, do you have an answer? I don't. I tried. I mean, I might later, but I... I Kirk just loves everyone, and he I don't think he can ever say that he wouldn't listen to something just because of because someone of the else. fan base. Yeah. He wants to form his own opinion Maybe, on it. Maybe, but I still feel like there's got to be a band where I'm like, oh, you guys are like annoying. So Probably some like country band or something. Or like Beliebers. Oh, God. Well, I mean. Hey, fun fact. When Kirk and I first started dating, uh, he had a Justin Bieber poster on his door. Yeah, it was to be ironic. Uh-huh. I didn't think so. Oh my, yeah, I know you didn't think uh, so. This is one of the things I love about Sarah finally being on the podcast is she can give us dirt, which oh, is she... also why I'm really excited that Chelsea's never going to be on the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, this could be like three hours long if, she want, if you want that. Yeah, I mean, we could just start a podcast about me talking about Kirk. You've never heard totally... this? <laughs> about, about Kirk? Shit about Kirk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. God. Oh boy. Anyway, hey, don't, don't we have an album to get to? Yes, we do. Talk yeah, about we do. me. It's uh, track number six. You know, you wouldn't have to ask. Cookie days come bundled up in bunches. You break your brain like a branch. Push you out here asking after something. You should know I don't have. If I had it, you would. Is it really that bad? Well, if it wasn't too 
so the thing that I love about Manchester Orchestra, about Kevin Devine, is that they both have their each and individual sounds. And Andy Hull and Kevin Devine write so well together in spite of that for this for this project. Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Um, I think that they sound incredibly similar, though, to the point like their sounds are incredibly similar. Sure, they just when, really are when they want when they want to be. Yeah, I yeah, would, I would say because you know, like I listen to an album like Cope by Manchester Orchestra, and I'm I'm not thinking Kevin Devine would totally pull this song off. Okay, yeah. Sorry, that True. was a that was a, that was a, a very not even a two ending. minute song. We could have just played the whole thing. But. I guess we could have. Um, anyway, yeah, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, no, I absolutely know what you're saying. Um, God, I love it. So, so that song. Sorry, I. Um, the only thing I could really find is that it was talking about a friend dealing with addiction. Yes. So, yeah. And I love the I love the um, the lyrics in the like the outro to that song. Uh, if you fixed it, you wouldn't need a mask. If you managed, you wouldn't need a mask. And, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, dealing with people in recovery or who are in like the throes of addiction. Sure. It's, it's like so true. Like, if you were managing, you wouldn't need to hide it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I got you. Yeah. I mean, I've never, never really. Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh boy! Wow, he's there he like, goes. He's, yep, he's real upset. Yep. I changed his rug in the bathroom, and I think he's real mad about. No, it. No, I always joke that he's yelling at the ghost in our bathroom. Oh. We well, we were talking before we recorded that he has Katzburgers. Oh, <laughs> he a hundred percent. He's very particular yes. about a lot of things. He's a weird one. He is. Um, he's in there. He's in there going. <laughs> I begged you everything, oh, which is the name goodness. of the next track. Wow. <laughs> we slept for close to seven hours All the way to your dad's basket case I didn't catch the final score So I prayed that we'd sink a few more And I didn't mind And you didn't seem to mind about me I was wrong Who wouldn't fear To leave it all Cause it's gonna calm It's gotta calm I am the widow The spidered king Webbing your teeth And there's holes in the ceiling And I wanted more So is, it, is, this oh, a, is this a right away Great Captain song? Because it feels like it would fit perfectly <laughs> Yeah, so I was literally about to say That now that I've done research on this album And I've like listen to it a little closer than I've ever really done is I now I kind of can pick out 
the different, especially in the lyrics, mm-hmm. the songwriting between yeah. Kevin and Andy. So yeah, I now I think if I were to li- you know when I go to back and listen to this again, I'll know like who is who you know like yeah. in the lyrics mm-hmm. more so. But yeah. So the thing that blows my mind about this song is that it's like three or four chords at most. Sure, it's simple for sure, but it's but it's not simple <laughs> at well, the same time. Sure. Uh, it's just so damn good. I know. I was going to say, before we started, this song is so emotional, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why they need the music, the chords or whatever, to be super simple because mm-hmm. they want to showcase the lyrics in the background. That's so I'm damn such That's a good point. I am such a lyrics girl, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it, it kind of almost plays in, into what what you had said to me after the Father John Misty episode, which no one got to hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My complaint was that it sounded too polished compared to everything else. And you're like, he was going through a lot of shit. Maybe he wanted that to sound good because everything in his life was going badly. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to control one thing in his life, and maybe that was his music. So. Yeah, so the fact that you were like, hey, three chords means that these lyrics can shine through. You've got a very good perspective on a lot of this music. You want to take over for me? I mean, geez. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You really do have Listen. sometimes a very uh, unique uh, ability to dis- like come up with these things that I don't I don't catch. I think what it is is both you and Alan are both musicians, and I'm not. And I think what it is is like you guys focus more I mean, sometimes you're, you're on. You're using the word musicians yeah, pretty very freely. You know there. what? Yeah, I yeah. think that you guys are. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I think that. you're very good at what you do, but. So I think that you guys sometimes focus more on the instrumental stuff or the music. But someone like me, I focus more, not that I don't like the the instruments and the whatever, but I, I focus more on the lyrics more so than than other things. Well, that makes sense. I've said yeah. over and over and over again on this podcast that lyrics are very hard for me to pick out. Sure. And and to pay attention to. And it, it might tie into the fact that like when I try and sit down and write a song, the lyrics are always the oh. hardest part for me. Oh, my God. So, so tough. So I, that's, oh. that's one of the things that I love about having a guest on this podcast is like we've been bullshitting with each other for 20 <laughs> episodes. Yes. <laughs> so to have an outside perspective. Exactly. Come in and be like, hey, but also this thing. 100 <laughs> percent. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny. <laughs> you say musicians and we talk about, you know, Alan and I. I mean, if you didn't guess, we made our the theme song. Yeah. And <laughs> two chords. It's well, literally no, a G but, and a C. But so <laughs> t- talking to Dennis, one of our one of our super fans, gave I gave us say, our White Reaper episode. He did. Um he was he was talking to me and he he really enjoys our theme song. In fact, he says he sings along to it, which is that's awesome. Really That's awesome. adorable. That's amazing. Dennis, you're adorable. Thank you, Dennis. So his suggestion was that when we have a guest on, he thought we should re-record the theme with the guest. And I was like, 
Oh, hell no. <laughs> I saw Sarah lean in, and she's like, hard pass. I was like, yeah, I, that would mean getting Sarah to sing. And I appreciate the sentiment there, Dennis, but it's, no, it's not a... going to happen with Sarah, at least. It's a super fun idea. It's but, a great yeah. idea. I'll Thanks, play, Dennis. I'll play the cowbell in the background. Dennis, I put like a zero thought into that theme song, so the fact that you you sing along <laughs> is amazing. Thank but, you so much. But that's the thing, like... It is simple and it's catchy and yeah. When you sent that to me, I was like, I don't know. This is that's why I was like, I didn't even argue with you. I'm like, this is good. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah. For Sweet. sure. <laughs> In fact, I've been trying um, to make like a like an alternate version uh -huh. or like you know just to play around. Oh, so we're definitely gonna re-record it at some point. Oh, for like sure. Yeah like you guys got to understand like 20 episodes later, that is still a very rough cut. Of it, our it, theme song. it really is. That's why we start laughing at the end. Cause it's yeah. By it the way, quick... my older brother loves that you, you miss that harmony every <laughs> single time. <laughs> so Josh I loves it. He texted me the other day and he's like, I lose my shit. I miss it when I try. If I don't try. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that's so great. I'm like, yeah. I'm so yeah. giddy at the fact that Dennis sings long that's what he told stupid me. little theme song. So you know what I'm going to tell my ego? Huh? Please move. Sarah just gave me the dirtiest look. That's the name of the next song, if you haven't guessed by now. No, that's just her face. So I didn't know going into this album that I was going to be getting bonus Manchester Orchestra tracks. <laughs> this is a very Manchester Orchestra It really song. is. Out of this whole album, I think this is the most. Yeah. So, so I've made references to two, aside from Bad Books, two of Andy Hull's projects. Do you think that these might have been songs that he was like trying out for both of those? That he was like, ah, they don't really fit fit in i would 100 percent believe that yeah uh-huh and i sure. love that i yeah. love that he he didn't like toss and you know throw in the towel for those songs like oh those are never gonna work he's like but with this I could, project i could definitely think that uh you know they got together and they were like hey let's put a record out together and he was like you know what i got some shit in my back pocket and i bet kevin divine did too probably did too yeah exactly yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, this is a great song. I got too for into this sure. song again. I almost forgot to write notes about this song, too. 
Uh, and I couldn't find anything, like, on it, I guess. But, um, sorry, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to digress very quickly here. The, uh, our podcast is all about digressions. It, it really has been. <laughs> um, I forgot. I was one thing I was going to mention last week was that I reading about Circus Survive. They did. They apparently appeared on. <laughs> sorry, I said I was going to digress. <laughs> um, they appear- and travel back in time apparently. <laughs> well, just to last week, um, that they appeared on a Nirvana tribute album. They did. Yeah. And whoops. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, they and I looked it up and they do a Scentless Apprentice. Yeah, it's cover. on. The, it's on the same tribute album that uh, White Reaper did. I think no. No, no, because I listened to the whole album. Um, the only other band I think on that album that I knew was brand new. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I know what you're talking. Uh, about. but yeah. yeah, no, their cover was. I, that's that's what I want to say. Is their cover of Scentless Apprentice was really good. In fact, it was almost like almost too close to the original. It yeah. sounded really close. Anyway, Kurt, so yeah, what? we're not here to talk about Circus Survive. That was last week. I love that bit. (laughs) (laughs) I love that bit almost as much as I remember cassettes. Yeah, I like that one because I do remember cassettes a lot. And Kirk remembers pagers and all that fun stuff. I had a pager. You had a pager? I sure did. did. How did I not know this about you? Oh, God. Wow. I thought only doctors had those. No, that was like kind of like in that just before cell phones really took off. Was it a pager that you could put a little message on, or was it just, like, yeah. the phone number? Yeah, so you no. could do, like, 911. Yeah, you could be, like, SOS. call me, or, yeah, whatever. That's so weird. I got it. I remember I got it at Best Buy. And it was... <laughs> was it the best buy of your life? <laughs> uh, I had some girls text me on it, so... Or page, page me, you. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow. God. Oh, my goodness. Oh. This has gotten off the rails. Sorry. Oh, it's your fault? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> Probably. We're almost done, though. We blame Sarah. I, this, this next has song gotten, this has is gotten, amazing, by the way. Sorry. It is. This has gotten so off the rails that I got a text from my wife just now that said, you die? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, nope. <laughs> almost done, though. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yes, this next track is amazing. It is called what, Sarah? Mesa, Arizona. Past 800 miles talking circles about living with loss You said your sense of humor's always helped you get above and across Every hurdle, every chasm, every shocking and unspeakable blow Just proves the universe is chaos So you laugh to clear the lump from your throat But if you fix on being bitter Go be bitter on your own There's still two hours from El Paso, Arizona Such a long way to go so this song really, because it's about them like on a road trip. Mm-hmm. So it really reminds me of that trip we took to Vegas. 
Well, I was going to ask, in your your many travels, living the van life before it was cool. It's true. Did you ever find yourselves in Mesa, Arizona? We Not didn't. Mesa. No. We did but, but Arizona. We, yeah, we lived briefly in Arizona. Yeah, because yes. I remember you saying, when we watched that Pussifer concert, you guys were like, oh, I miss Arizona yeah. so much. The de- there's something about the desert. The desert has its own magic. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I miss the van life. I really do. Well, maybe you'll get back there. Oh, we will. Someday. Who knows when, but... We'll just have to figure out how to do this podcast remotely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) It's a good song. It's such a good song. Um, I don't have much to say about it. I was just so into it. I do think that the next time... It is socially acceptable to play music at Naked Winery Tasting Room in Seaside, Oregon. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Kirk and I should do this song. Oh, I'd I think love so. to. I would love to. I know I don't get like a listener pick on this or anything, but yeah. if I did, do I? Well, here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Well, I mean, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Uh, well, <laughs> normally it is the person who's not familiar with the album picking yeah, the playlist. That's pick, what I was thinking. But. Since you brought it up, since you're our guest, I think you should pick the playlist. Pick. Well, I no, think sh- I think that you should. But okay. I'm going to tell you that if it was this one? me, this is my favorite song on All this right. album. All right, I'll take like, it into consideration. Almost by far. Okay. Um, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, you're really part of this <laughs> podcast now. You hit the hit microphone. The mic. <laughs> Whoops. But That's yeah, all right. You're this, a natural. We've said it yep. already. This song is amazing. One of my, actually, one of my favorite songs just of all time. Nice. Well, that's that's the song. We made it through the song. There's only one more left. One more. It's called Tejas. I was literally just gonna say that. Yes. Oh my goodness. Sure. This is that fits that bill. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's so 
like right away great captain. <laughs> yeah, I can see that for sure. Uh-huh. Basically, if it's just Andy Hull and an acoustic guitar, I'm going to think that. Yeah, that's true. Um, <sighs> this is the album of no choruses. Weird. There's like none. It's true. Except for maybe the first track. I think that maybe that's why I like it so much. Yeah? Yeah. It's not like throwing in a chorus to be catchy to I was be gonna say and it's memorable. not like a, in that like standard way of like no and that's the thing I've noticed is they're really leaning into the folk label that oh, they've received yeah. for this uh-huh. album like folk songs very much do not have choruses yeah like ever so I always think so this album always makes me or vice versa think of another album that came out must have been god about the same time which was uh monsters of folk yes uh so, so I, that was jim james yep m ward yep uh connor oberst yep. and some other guy <laughs> yeah i always forget the other guy <laughs> but yes uh another great album that i feel like i was yes. listening to about this same time yeah i want to say it came around came out around oh nine or, or could be could be yeah 10 and thus far, the only album by that band. Yeah. God, who's that other guy? <laughs> I don't remember now. Uh, oh, so it was Mike Mogus, who was also in Bright Eyes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. But yeah, that was a good album, too. Yeah, it came out in 2009. Okay, yeah, so that sounds right. So here we are. Mm. Yep, here we are. Uh Man, final thoughts on this album. Uh, I said it already. It was like a beautiful marriage between both bands, and um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it sounded exactly like I pictured it was going to sound. And, and your reaction is basically exactly what I figured it would be. Yeah. As much as I appreciate your suggestion that Mesa, Arizona be the playlist pick, because it is a beautiful song, I'm going to have to go with Baby Shoes. Okay, yeah. That's a good one, too. It's just, I don't know, something about it. As soon as I heard it, I was like, this is the playlist pick. Baby Shoes. That's that's like my third favorite song on the album. What's your second favorite? If Mesa, Arizona is your favorite Mesa, Arizona is my favorite. And then The Easy Mark and The Old Maid is my second favorite. Actually, it's like pretty close for my first favorite on the album. Nice. I get it. Nice. I like it. Sarah, thank you so much. Thank you. For being on our podcast. So I want to hear what, so what, what do you think? What are your thoughts? This is your first podcast, so. It was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I think you get to choose how easy it's going to be by choosing how much you're going to speak on it. That's true. I got to kind of <laughs> just sit back a little bit. But also... I asked Kirk what I was supposed to do, and he said, he's like, "Hun, do you like this song? And I said, yes. So that's basically all I was expected <laughs> to do here. The, the face Kirk just had. I love that. Like, that's literally what he said. I so, love Hun. Her, said, Hun. her, uh, her um, in, impression of me. Wow. Pretty spot on. I guess it was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that was yeah. what his expression said. He was like, holy <laughs> shit, she nailed me. <laughs> But th- yes, that's what I was saying. It's like, and I don't mean nailed me like huh. nailed me. Uh-huh. I mean like okay, she settled down. Whoa, she, she, <laughs> she 
got the Kirk impression down she perfectly. Did. Well, I just wanted to say, like, you didn't, like, she, the onus wasn't on her to, like, take the notes or to, you know, know all the ins and outs of the band and the album. That's our job. So her job was to react and to tell us her, you know, it was your pick. So, you know, what did, you know, why do you love this album? And where did you get into this album? That kind of thing. So that was what I was trying to say is like, yeah, you don't have to, you know, run the podcast. Just, you know, talk. Although to we her. did establish that she could easily replace you. Oh, easily. For sure. You are kind of a yeah. chatty Cathy. I believe the word you used was natural. God, now she's Kirk's ta- gonna kick me off. Taking me to task. Yeah, I don't here. think you're Man. gonna be a guest on this podcast. <laughs> no, this is the after this. One and done. I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You guys, if you liked what we're doing. Email us at neverheardpod at gmail.com. I have texted Kirk a couple of pictures in the process of this recording session for our Instagram yes, page. Yes, I'll put those up, yeah. Neverheardpod on Instagram. Rate us, review us on Apple, I- Apple iTunes. Wow. Apple, Apple iTunes? <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Five-star review, please, because that gets the attention Else. of the robots running that website. And hey, and if you want to be a guest, let us know. Let us know because, uh, listen, we're well aware that most of our audience right now is people we know directly. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, I mean, if if uh, Israel Nebuchadnezzar is listening, yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to make Israel Nebuchadnezzar happen. It's no. never gonna happen. <laughs> trying. <laughs> trying. I'm trying until it gets creepy. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> we maybe surpassed that already. Yeah, know. maybe. You know who I would love to have on this podcast? Who? Christina Zamora or maybe Joe Bear. Because Boy. they're gonna pull Agreed. out they're gonna pull out some like obscure punk band yes, that they we've, would. we've never heard of. Oh, and Christina's such a, a big personality. Yes, she, she is. <laughs> she would be something that'd yeah, be great. We for should sure. be fun. We should get him on at some point. Yeah. When when COVID's not. Well, happening. yeah, that shit. Uh, ruining everything. Anyway. Anyway. Well. You guys. Well. That's we hope it, you huh? enjoyed. We hope you enjoyed this. Yeah. It was fun. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. It You're was welcome. fun. It was fun. Thanks for being on. Thanks for. It was nice to sit on the couch instead of the bed. <laughs> yes. Wait, is that because Alan has to sit on the bed? Well, oh, because you usually sit on the bed while we're doing this. Yeah, I, exactly. Okay. Sorry, I'm a little slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know. Hey! All right. Love you all. We'll I think see you. We'll we're see out of here. Right? We'll see you next week.